Hello, welcome back to the podcast, Sport and Life, sponsored by Bang & Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. How are you doing? Thank you for hitting on that button. Thank you also to Cytoplan, food-based supplement company that my father has worked at as a consultant for some time, my dad being a GP nutritionist specializing in trace elements and micronutrition big advocate of Cytoplan supplements, which you can get a 10% discount off at cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. And the discount code has changed slightly. We've added an R to the end. So it is now Draper10, D-R-A-P-E-R, my last name, all capital letters, then the numbers one zero, but then also an additional capital letter R. So it's Draper10R and all the letters being capitals. Uh, for a 10% discount with cytoplan.co.uk. Just a quick one here. I put up a preview I'd done with Mark Weir ahead of Khabib Nurmagomedov or Habib Nurmagomedov, as they were calling him on the weekend in the UFC commentary on ESPN. He is a Russian star of mixed martial arts, and he retired after submitting Gaethje with a choke in the second round, the early, early stages, very early stages of the second round on Fight Island in Dubai over the weekend and just to get some reaction to Mark Weir because he announced his retirement in the ring afterwards, lost his father in July and has spoken to his mother and promised her this was going to be his last fight against the American Gaethje. Subsequently triumphed through emotional scenes and just reacted to it with Mark Weir, who's a former UFC fighter who lives near me in the west of England. He lives in Gloucester, has a gym there, so look him up as well. Look up his gym if you're interested in mixed martial arts in this area. And uh, fascinating to get his kind of insight his preview was spot on in terms of how he broke it down technically and although there is a, a sort of brutality and a savagery to the sport as there is in boxing which is kind of how I came to this got asked to do these because I've done a lot of boxing reporting and presenting at Sky and boxing writing for me it's been an education over the pandemic helping out multi-sport at Sky Sports with these interviews and although there is that kind of visceral shock where you see people go to the ground and the fight continues, even from boxing, you know, a standpoint when someone goes to the canvas, it's stopped and there's a count. But in, in mixed martial arts, things carry on with wrestling, grappling, jiu-jitsu, chokeholds, all this kind of stuff. Um, and interesting on that note that Gaethje said post-fight that he wanted to come back soon because it was a choke submission and it was not nearly as damaging as a knockout. So that's an interesting subtext of the comparison with boxing. Uh, but I, I like the sort of intrigue of, of how these all different disciplines come together, boxing, kickboxing, taekwondo, all into the mix. And wrestling with Khabib is his, his, his massive thing. But as Mark had said pre-fight to me, Mark Weir, that this was not wrestling Greco-Roman style you see in the Olympics or college. This is MMA. And this is why perhaps Khabib will go down as the greatest of all time because he's a bespoke MMA fighter. What he does in his striking, uh, his punches, his kicks, and his fearsome wrestling, it's its made for MMA, not for not bought from another arena and tried to adapt in the cage. It's a, it's a bespoke kind of training to, to be an MMA fighter. And that's an interesting evolution in a sport that's kind of 25 years old, really. So um, Mark references the evolution of boxing in here as well in terms of footwork and uh, as a comparison. So it's an interesting one. See what you think. I, I don't know if you watched it over the weekend. It was huge. The review, this has been put up on Sky Sports YouTube. You want to see the video of it. It's already attracted thousands of people watching it. So there's clearly appetite for it. And Frank Smith, the, the CEO global of Matchroom Boxing, had on the podcast last week referenced the UFC in particular and MMA generally as doing a fantastic job to attract audiences. And it certainly seems to have done that in a pretty short space of time relative to other combat sports like boxing and kickboxing. So see what you think. Mark Weir talking about the win 
and retirement for Khabib Nurmagomedov. And thanks for my employers at Sky for allowing me to share this one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a mixed martial arts conversation for Sky Sports, responding to the huge fight and huge news over the weekend. Khabib Nurmagomedov moving to 29-0 with a submission victory over Justin Gaethje, then announcing his retirement. Very much, maybe not the retirement part, but the fight, very much as Mark Weir called it in our preview beforehand. Mark, appreciate your time reacting to what's gone on on Fight Island. First of all, how impressed were you the performance? Performance was if you're gonna leave the sport, you gotta you gotta leave it like that, where it looked like he shouldn't have even, even been there with him. It's like uh, the way he performed was, you could tell it was a do or die situation. It's like uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was an incredible result, wasn't it? It went the way you thought. Could Gaethje yeah. have, could well, Gaethje have done anything different to to prevent that? He he said he knew what was coming. Right, I, I said that he hasn't really used his wrestling to the level of. Um, again, which he should have, to, to get used to stuffing, you know, because he doesn't wrestle, does he? He more or less stops everybody taking him down, but he's not Kabeem. Kabeem adapts in every area. He shows stand-up, he shows, uh, obviously, wrestling, he shows uh, jiu-jitsu, and he hasn't really um, honed his skills, which everybody needs to do. Mm. But I never thought it was going to be to that, that degree. <laughs> you know, Kabeem, like I said, uh, with all the uh, problems he's having, it actually put a bit more energy, determination. I could go one way or the other, and I think it went the way positively, where it made him a stronger, made him a beast. Because yeah. that was a, a, you know, Gaethje didn't look like he's supposed to be there with him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Abdulmanab, his father, passed away in the summer. He's subsequently retired. He retired in the cage post-fight in his interview. How yeah. do you re reflect on that? Is it a shame that he announced it so early? We know that he said he persuaded his mum to have that one last fight. Yeah, do you feel that maybe he should have sat on it for a, a few weeks? Think about it, he's probably feeling it. Obviously, he said, uh, you know, I said in, my, in our last interview that he's going to look over to his corner and I'm hoping that corner will be enough support for him to, to weather the storm if he needs it. Mm. Um, in doing that, he also, you know, from what I've heard, he left with his mother, mother not wanting him to fight. Uh, did not want to, you know, compete without his dad because he's probably grown up and his mum's watching them to go out to, you know, to train together, fight together. It's a sort of family affair. And uh, if his mum's a bit upset, it's, it's hard on him to think about. They can be motivated. One area, because he's his dad's legacy, he wanted him to see him be the best ever. And he's got his mother on the other side, you know, feeling reluctant because she probably don't want to see him get hurt or anything. It's, uh, it's a hard position to be in. Is he, is he at his best yet, though? Do you feel at 32 he could get even better in the next few years? Put it this way, he's getting better and better. And I don't think he can do that performance. I think, he's at, if anything, I'd say he's at his peak. But then how, you know, maybe you could do another four or five fights like that. I, I, you know, I don't know. But if you're going to leave the sport and uh, you want to retire, I thought it was going to be 30 fights. I thought GSP was going to be his last one. But um, the way he's left it, with the pressure he's got on him, uh, if he's smart, you know, if he knows that, you know, just by chance, I, I heard the way in was a bit, he, was, he didn't look himself coming in. You know, everybody knows why. Cause he's got a lot on his mind. But I think it's, um, I did hear a rumour that he, he has broken his toes, toe or something, hasn't he? Bro broken his foot, I believe, was the rumour. Yeah, Dana White said he heard that maybe three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, he was in yeah. But he's determined. It was for a reason he's fighting. I think it's for his dad's legacy as well as his own. And um, he's also, he said to his mum, you know, this is meant to be his last run. So I think he's done the right thing. The way he performed, you couldn't wish for more. I could understand why he's crying. Because it's, 
if he, anybody was going to leave the sport, it's like that. No one could say that, yeah, but he's gone out too early. He couldn't beat me. No one's going to even question that he could have beat anybody on the face of this earth at the moment. Yeah, greatest of all time, Dana White says. The GOAT. How do you feel about that, looking at MMA history? Who's in the conversation with him? And do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, I definitely believe in that. You get these people, like I said, you know, in my heyday, Anson Silver, you know, he, he's done amazing. And then you got GSP, he's in a running for that. Uh, Anasanda the other day, we called that one with Costa. Yeah. That performance was unbelievable. But um, I think with the record he's got as well, you know, it's going to be hard, hard to match that. You know, and no, def you know, no defeats. There's no one can say, I could have beaten you. Because, you, you know, everyone, you know, this looked like the one that was meant to be the hardest fight he's going to have. And, uh, you know, he made the guy look like he shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the way to leave. What, what is his legacy? Because we talked about the wrestling. We mentioned Gaethje having a background in college wrestling. You said to me, that's a different type of wrestling. Khabib's representing something new. This is MMA wrestling. And he is an yes. MMA fighter. Is that his legacy that he is perhaps a flag bearer for a new generation where it's not about mixing different codes. It's about forming one mixed martial artist in there. It's not bringing jiu-jitsu or, or kickboxing or whatever it might be. And this is a guy that's bespoke for MMA. When you go into MMA, I, I came from a standard kickboxing background and uh, you, you learn as you go along. Uh, you have to feel what it's like to be taken down. You have to feel what it's like to try to escape to stand up. And when you feel there's certain successes and certain areas where you're weak, you work on a weakness, but 100%, you're, you know, the, the strength that you got, you try to build on that so it becomes even better. So it's mm. harder for the next person. And uh, makes, so, you know, you know, through experience, you know how to handle things. Uh, with um, Kabim, he's constantly uh, growing on the way of, like, learning how to dominate uh, people. And if they have little, um, little glimpses of uh, uh, a chance to get out of something, he'll make it even worse next time around. He's learning from his uh, successes. Now, like, like I said, with Gaethje, he never really used his wrestling. He, although he, he probably, if he used it a few times, just to test... Test the waters, I reckon, for, through about six, seven fights, he could adapt enough to maybe have a better game on defense. But he never, he never, he actually never really actually went down that road. So mm. he hasn't honed it for MMA, which uh, the submission game, everything else, he, he needs to test himself on all areas because Khabib is well rounded. Even a stand up, look what he did on a stand up. And we yeah. said about that as well with McGregor. Look what he did with McGregor, he knocked him down. So, you know, I'm not beating my own drum. I said about that as well, but he is, he's well-rounded. He's a perfect well-rounded fighter. What, if he goes at 29 and 0 and he stays away from the sport, we're left with the question forever, who could beat him or what type of fighter could beat him? What the ingredients would be? Would that be a sensational striker that could, perhaps could, could knock him out? Or is it potentially a, a sort of a Khabib version, another, another fighter that combines striking and wrestling. Who could beat him? Who do you think? Is there anyone in history you think that could have, could have beaten him or, or any type of fighter? The main thing in the sport's evolving. If you go back to the early UFCs and you look at that, the, the way people used to fight there, they didn't really have uh, the skills they got now. The average, just the average UFC fighter could go back in, in the past, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, and destroy all the previous fighters because mm -hmm. of what's evolved now. The way they're doing, the way they're stuffing the certain takedowns, the way they're striking, you know, like you've seen a phenomenal, like we said the other day, we've seen that phenomenal back kick knockout. <laughs> you know, it's like there's always uh, things new coming in. We've seen the one, which is um, upward elbow underneath. 
You know, there's that's an amazing knock. It's a way people are knocking people out. They're being creative. There's no, uh, like the old Bruce Lee saying, no way is a way. It's basically whatever whatever goes works. You know, whatever works goes. So, well, either way, mm. I don't know what you want to say about it. But um, basically using everything, just throwing anything into the mix. And if success, they build on it. So yeah. you, you see the weirdest kicks, weirdest punches, weirdest elbow strikes. And it does make a mark or hit, knock someone out. On, and then suddenly everybody's practicing it. So <laughs> I think the future is going to be, you're going to find someone else come through in the next five years, two years maybe. And they're going to be the, the previous fighters uh, with their skills and then some. Because we're learning from what we see. We see it in all combat sports, even boxing, when f- footwork first came about. Then we had Sugar Ray uh, Robinson. Then Ali copied him. Then mm-hmm. he watched all the previous the boxes after that. Sugar Ray Leonard, and they copied. So the same thing's going to happen in MMA. Everybody's going to build off the successful fighters, the champions, and they're, they're going to have uh, pieces of them. Like, uh, yeah. you, you, again, Adesanya said he has a lot off uh, Anderson Silva. So he takes his strengths off him and builds on that. So technically, the fight in the next two years is going to be a replica of all the previous champions. And then that's, that's what you're going to have. And then they're going to say, yeah, he could beat Khabib. Yes, he could have because Khabib contributed to his skills by having people see how he handled things. Yeah, standing on the shoulder of giants. I'll tell you what, though, if someone does come through in the next couple of years, there'll be a clamour, won't there? There'll be people going to Dagestan to try and get Khabib out of, out of retirement to take on the newcomer. Uh, final thought just on Justin Gaethje. We've seen him come back from losses and improve in the past. Do you feel that he yes. still has a bright, bright future? In the, in the USC and at that weight some speculation that maybe he goes up in weight at some point well I think from that experience the way Khabib shot him fast took him down you know he stopped it at first stuffed it then all of a sudden the next time Khabib came on him it was so fast it was like like twice the speed he did last time so even he evolved and found a way to take him down but when he took him down he nearly finished him in the first round finished him in the second he showed a hole in his game his submission game so remember, it's MMA. One minute you're wrestling to take and control the person, then you're finishing either through strikes or through submission. And he showed an area of his weakness through submission. Khabib does a lot of striking normally. He ties you up in a, a sort of like grappling range, jiu-jitsu range, strikes you before he wants to finish you. But this time he seems to go straight to submission. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to go away and he'll probably adapt, hopefully adapt his wrestling game to make it even more effective and then also work on his submission game because if you lose, you know, not really funny, it's like a, that's a hole in your game. And someone else is going to see that and say, okay, I see what he need got caught by and they're going to copy that. So he needs to up that level, especially if he wants to title himself. Yeah, a lot of eyes on that submission loss going around the world, wasn't it? So people will be taking notice. Mark Weir, really appreciate your time joining us on a Sunday as well. Yeah, I'm glad to do this, yes. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic work as well. I'm so excited. I'm so excited talking to everybody about this. It's a, it was an amazing fight. It was history, as we said. Did, did you have money on it? You, you've, you've predicted it the last couple. You know, you should yeah, be. I predicted it. A lot of people, I said, uh, I said to a lot of people, a lot of people's always against me for some reason, uh, as, I, as they did with Costa and Alexander. But it seems like a lot of people are starting to believe in you know, my predictions as well. So, you know, it's, it's, getting, it's getting pretty good. It's this experience, that's all. You got to yeah. look what's really behind uh, behind the person training, as well as that they're you know what how they're developing as well. Yeah, you're very humble. I think all those decades in MMA have certainly paid dividends for us. Really appreciate your time, Mark, and, and speak to you again soon. Keep this going. <laughs> Good man. We'll speak to you soon. Okay, thanks a lot, Ed.
Well, thank you very much, Mark. We really appreciate your time and insight after getting the predictions so right as well. Remember, for more mixed martial arts conversation, head to skysports.com. We'll see you again soon. Goodbye for now. Yeah, really enjoying doing these reviews and this tactical analysis from someone like Mark Weir, who's a taekwondo kickboxing star, went into the UFC as a pioneer, really retired at 45, I think seven years ago. And great to get his insight and his preview was spot on in terms of technically breaking down the matchup between Khabib, Nurmagomedov and Justin Gaethje. So uh, if you like that, let me know. If you like this MMA ones, they don't seem to get as many listeners quite as the boxing ones or some of the local football ones I do and local journalists that, that I have on the podcast here. Uh, near my home in, in Cheltenham, but just see what you think. Let you know. Let me know. Ed Draper eighty one on Twitter. Ed underscore Draper eighty one on Instagram. I find it kind of fascinates me. An education for me in trying to learn about new sports and the multiplicity of disciplines involved in MMA and perhaps how it's all morphing now into one MMA sport rather than different disciplines thrown against each other, like a kickboxer thrown against a boxer or a jiu-jitsu star thrown against a wrestler or whatever it might be. It's kind of like there is a, a sort of all round holistic arsenal. That a lot of these guys have, but maybe leaning into certain favourites of their own their own natural attributes, whether they're a good striker or a good wrestler, have a particular sort of phenomenal strength like could be be interesting to see whether he does come back. A big moment to to announce your retirement. I know Justin Gaethje had questioned that post fight and said that it's a very emotional moment, win or lose in there in the cage, and perhaps you know it, it will turn out to be premature. Certainly, at its peak of his powers, it'll be a loss to combat sports if Khabib Nurmagomedov doesn't come back. Nurmagomedov, uh, I'll get it out. Challenging name. Hopefully, won't forget it when he, if he does come back. I'll be able to still say it. And thank you for listening to the podcast. You can read it on iTunes. Fantastic. Thank you to the sponsors, Bang Nollison of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Check out B&O Cheltenham online and cytoplan.co.uk, food-based supplements, if you're looking to optimize your immunity in these troubled times when health is very much on the agenda, head to cytoplan.co.uk. The discount code for 10% off is DRAPER10R, D-R-A-P-E-R-1-0, then the capital letter R. All the letters in the code are capital letters. Thanks, guys. Hope you're well. Speak to you soon. Have a good week.